All right, the holidays are upon us. They're coming around. If we're fixing to have Christmas, Thanksgiving's already coming, Ben. We're fixing to have the big time when all the family gets together. That fa- mixing of families can cause some problems sometimes. We often ha- here recently have started seeing a lot of parents and kids who don't talk to each other anymore simply because they don't understand boundaries. And so we're going to talk about how using boundaries effectively can make your life better. That We're going to talk about that this week on episode number 208 of The Relaxed Mail. This is The Relaxed Mail, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to the Relaxed Mail. I am your host, Brian, and I'm a certified men's coach who assists men who are just neck deep in the suffering of their life, men who are going through a divorce, men who are going through their day-to-day struggle. Life can come at us so fast, and sometimes we just become overwhelmed by everything that's coming at us, especially in days like the holidays. So how do you step back? How do you breathe, relax? How do you, can you actually have a good time no matter what's happening around you? How can you stay calm no matter what's going on around you? That's what the relaxed smell is about. And each week we tell, what we do is we take a look at what's happening in a man's life. How can they actually step back and enjoy life and be the man who lives their life on their terms. And that's what <laughs> this week we're going to, that's what we're going to be talking about. I just, my, my brain just up and zipped out on me <laughs> all of a sudden. So, but anyhow, so that's what we're going to be talking about this week is, is boundaries and, and how do we set boundaries? Why do we want to set boundaries? Actually, all these are important things that we want to be able to look at. And so let's go ahead and let's just dive right on in here. So boundaries, we've got family that comes together. You, uh, we've all got our different manuals as to how we think parents should behave, how kids should behave, how the extended family members who come over, how they're all supposed to behave, how they're supposed to treat everybody. And many times, like I said, that's just a manual. It's just how we personally, it's a thought that we have about other people. Uh, moms should all be very loving and and caring and be making be up at four o'clock in the morning cooking uh, th- uh Christmas supper and all and you know all the thoughts that we have all the things we think our parents should be doing our family should be doing what does it mean to be you know family oriented <laughs> and all this and this can get us into trouble now there are times that yeah even other people our mom. Our, you know, our, our moms and, and dads, our parents, they have their own set of manuals that they think children should behave like this. They think children should, you know, what the grandkids shouldn't lay out rules or shouldn't do this or shouldn't what they think they should or shouldn't be doing. And we all stand around and we all should on each other. And this can cause a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety and in people, especially the, uh, 
if the people that you're going to is your in-laws because, you know, there's a little bit of a distance uh, and a separation in there. There's not as much of a connection as with your you are with your parents or your, you know, your spouse and their and her parents are. And so these can come into a lot of problems. Now, first off, wanted to talk about what uh, what the manual is because I just mentioned it a bit, and this can be a bit a bit confusing because we do want to try to control people, and those that that control is a big problem because we might have somebody you're you know you might be going to your your in laws house, and you think that uh, that in laws shouldn't have a say on how you raise your kids. Maybe junior is just being a little turd muffin and he's just throwing a fit being a two year old, like a two year old is, and you're wanting them, wanting them to sit in the, in the chair and eat their supper until they're done. Whether you're right or wrong, doesn't matter whether your parent, your step, uh, your in-laws are right or wrong. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter, the, the circumstances are your, your two-year-old is done eating and wants to go play with the toys. They're done eating even though they only ate two bites out of whatever the meal was. Two bites of, uh, of turkey, and they're good. They're done. They want to go down and want to play. Well, should they? I don't know. Should they? That's the question. Well, they've got to eat. <laughs> but again, do they really have to eat? It would be nice if they did, yes. But in our model, the manual that we have in our head says that the the Two-year-old has to eat and has to eat what's on their plate and has to clean it up. You had to, or at least you remember, you think you remember that you had to when you were two years old, but that is just a manual. And maybe your parents, your your in-laws think that, and maybe you don't. Maybe they think he needs to sit there until everyone's done. But again, does he really? No. Now, you may decide, all right, he needs to sit still and 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 stuff until until everyone's done. And maybe that's, you know, first couple uh, times y'all visited y'all, you're like, all right, let's try to do this. And then you're like going, dude, it's freaking Christmas. It doesn't matter whether he's here or not. He's not under, he's not paying attention to what y'all are talking about anyhow. So does a, does a two-year-old have to stay at the table until they're done eating? Well, you know, that's what the manual is. We think two-year-olds should sit at the table until they until everybody's finished eating and they eat everything on their plate. That may be a reasonable manual. That may be an unreasonable manual. Those are your list of expectations that you have for your child or you have an expectation for your grandchildren if you're, if you're a, a, a grandparent. These types of things, they're all good and fine. We ha- I have manuals that I think my wife should uh, follow. Does she? Nine times out of ten, no. She's a, she's a person. She's a human being of her own uh, own volition. My wife has her own manuals on what I what I need to be doing. She we all have a manual. All right, it is the user manual. This is the stuff that we do that makes us feel better, or that we believe makes us feel better. Makes me feel better if all the kids were to say yes, sir, or no, sir. You get one kid that goes, yeah, all right, whatever, okay. 
you know, that, that really good, you know, that kind of gr- grinds my gears a bit <laughs> because I hear, especially, and it's not even my kid it, it, who, who's sitting there saying that it may be, you know, my cousin's, uh, my cousin's kid and they're going, yeah, okay. Or, or yeah, whatever. Or okay. Yeah. And it just, you know, you're like going, excuse me, little respect here, dude. You know, say yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. But again, that is just my sense of what makes me feel good. Because if I hear a kid just saying, yeah, or nah, that creates the thought of he's being disrespectful. He being disrespectful causes a, an emotional response in me of being tense, uh, a little resentful, uh, a little more, a little, uh, um, perturbed <laughs> would be a really good word to call as to describe that. It would cause me to feel perturbed. And to rectify that emotion, I might want to go off and, and snap the kid and go, hey, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know how to say that. Be nice. Be respectful. And I might say something like that because I had a thought of he's the, the cousin's son is not being respectful. Is he being respectful? Well, no. In his book and in, and in the, his family's uh, dynamics, he might be completely respectful. He may be just going, yeah, okay. And he's off to go do it. But because I hear something, I'm going to apply a thought to it. And my whole model gets kicked into, into drive. And the result becomes where I'm not having a good time around my family. I have an aunt who may be, uh, who may be a lot more liberal than what I am. Again, this, you know, how do you handle that? Do you, do you think, you know, should you have uh, political conversations at the table? Should you not? You know, a lot of people want to try to believe you're not supposed to talk about politics or religion at uh, at, a, at the dinner table. I'm actually, I, for me, actually, I think that's a very big misnomer. I think we've shown kids these days that they don't, uh, that they don't know how to handle a good conversation, a good disagreement. And so you've got... No, I don't think that you're a good idea. Well, all of a sudden, you know, that teenager, that college student now gets all anxiety riddled and, and, and shrink and wants to shrink up into its own little ball and go find their little safe space. All because of what we have, we're called as called manuals. I have my manual. I think kids should behave a certain way. I think kids shouldn't behave a certain way. My cousin may have a, has a completely different manual. Kids should be okay with behaving the way that I think they shouldn't. That's all right. It takes all, it takes everyone to be able to do it. The thing is, is that what we're taking, the other actions of other people, we're actually taking that personally. We're bringing and internalizing everything to what it means to us. Doesn't mean anything to my cousin, means everything to me. And he's not, my my cousin's son's not even talking to me. You know, (laughs) that's how it works. So, but if you come across and you have a, Family member, say your mother-in-law, who is very intrusive. She is nah, wants to talk and talk down about you. Um, you know, every time you walk into the room, she's got. Well, I see you're probably not making making enough money to feed my daughter yet, are you? And start really nagging on you. This is where manuals can come into the picture and be a bit on the harmful side, if not, be really harmful. Especially if you have family members who love to drink and it's not that they all 
just getting drunk causes uh causes problems but to to have a to drink to the point of excess causes there to be a lot more a lot more problems to arise because there's not there's two people that are very very truthful children and drunk folks drunks are going to say what's on their mind now it may not be right with what they think and when they think that you're in the wrong they're going to tell you you're in the wrong so you know if you've got a family group uh, you got a family's uh go to a family uh, gathering where everybody sits sits around and gets drunk all uh, during the day eventually somewhere in the evening i'm sure we get the police called on us well, that's where you have to, if you don't want to be lumped into the problem and you don't want your children exposed to it, then that might be a place where you need to start setting up boundaries. And boundaries are very effective, but you have to understand a couple little bitty, very important caveats. Those two caveats, you're going to have your own thoughts and everybody else is going to have their own thoughts and neither one of them are affecting the other. All right. Those two, those two caveats, thoughts, and they don't affect anybody because what's going to happen is boundaries. We've heard boundaries. We know what a boundary is. We understand that boundaries are difficult to, to, to implement. They're easy to come up with difficult to implement. And, and the difficulty is again, because of our own thoughts. Well, what's my mom going to think of me if I set a boundary against her? What's my father-in-law going to think of me if I set a boundary against him? What are they going to think? Who knows? Who cares? Okay. Now, I'm one who thinks boundaries are good to a point. They do limit relationships, though. And sometimes relationships need to be limited. I'm not saying that they're it's a bad thing, but they can be used as an excuse to not allow for pe- people to get closer to each other. So when you make a boundary, say like it is mother-in-law is not allowed to discipline junior, you're going to have to be okay with when she tries to discipline that you step in and go, no, we're not doing that. And if everybody around starts to throw a fit, you know, that might be another boundary. It's like, if y'all come at me like this, we're just going to pack up and we're going to have to, we're going to leave. And you're going to have to be okay with, with your wife being uncomfortable with that, with that situation. It, it helps if y'all are in agreement though. <laughs> Let me say, state that probably one of the number first thing you want to do with a boundary is talk it over with your spouse. All right. You know what you're going to kind of be expecting. And so you need the night before y'all go meet or something. It probably would help if you sat down and go, honey, I know you we're going to see your family and I know you're excited to see your family, but if they start drinking, if I see someone drinking at, at noon, three o'clock in the afternoon, we're gone. We're going, we're going, we're leaving before everything starts kicking in. All right. Before the trouble really starts brewing up and be okay with the fact that they're going to have thoughts about you. They may make then they may even feel like they need to share it. Oh, you trying to control whether we drink or not, huh? No, you can drink. I'm not hanging around it though. No, you can drink, but you know, we're not, we're not going to partake. You're allowed to drink all you want. I'm, I'm just not subjecting my family to it. If your wife is in agreement, 
it's going to make things a lot easier because if she is not in agreement with what you want done, then she's going to want to him and haw. And she's going to want to him and halls anyhow, because she's with her family. If you're with your family and the wife has a boundary she wants to set, like if my, your mother-in-law starts saying bad things about me, we need to leave. Well, if you're going to be in agreement with it, stick with it because your mom's going to say things that's going to tr- be able to push your buttons. Remember, she's known you your whole life. So she's going to be able to say things that really pull you in and cause you to stop, cause you to want to think and go, okay, uh, baby, she, 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 she's sorry. No. You've got, once you set a boundary, you've got to stick to it. That's where the power of the boundary comes into play. And understand that first two, three, five, ten times, depending on how hard-headed your your family is or her family is, whosoever family you're going to is, they're going to cross that boundary. They're going to want, they're going to be like a 15-year-old. They're going to test your limits. Oh, well, he said, I can't yell, but I talk really loud. Is that a yes? No. Okay. Well, what's what level of loud is acceptable? You know, I can't yell at the kid, but I can I can t- sit there and talk to him really loud. Then you're going to you know to the point where all of a sudden they're going to realize, or you're going to realize, oh, they're yelling at my kid. I'm going. We're leaving. I said no. They're going to find out what the boundary is, and they're going to cross that boundary, and they're going to think that the boundary is dumb, stupid, and and asinine on top of that. And so there's a lot of them who are going to step over the boundary just because they don't respect you. Mother-in-law, good chance she's going to step over the little boundary that you set because you can't tell me what I can, can or can't do with my daughter. Yeah, actually, can. Now, if daughter's not in can, uh, in in agreement with you, then no, you, you can make the uh, the – the boundary, you can uphold the boundary, but you're going to have to deal with a pissed off wife later on. So once you and your wife actually come up with the boundary, you understand that the boundary, what the boundary is, you need to notify those who the boundary is intended for. And it's actually better if you can notify them days in advance before you actually show up. So like if you're going to your, over to your mother-in-law's house, you know, a couple of days before while y'all are getting everything set up, go also, we're not doing the drinking thing. If y'all want to drink, that's fine. I can't keep you from drinking. But the moment I see somebody cracking open a beer at 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 10 o'clock in the morning, we're going to be leaving. And they're going to have their own thoughts. Your mother-in-law will have her own. Oh, well, you know, it's just Uncle Larry. Larry just likes to have get festive early than everybody else. And it's he's not doing anything wrong with you. And he's not hurting you and blah, blah. And they're going to, she's going to have her own thoughts to Calm her own anxiety down because when you all of a sudden lay down a, a rule, you're taking some of her power away. And so she's going to, oh, well, you can't tell me what I can or can't do in my own house. You're right. But I can tell you what I can do and can't do in your house. And I can and will take my family home. And that's the part of, that's the big thing. You have to be okay. When you and your wife are in agreement and something happens, You've got to be, you've got to enact the or else. If you don't, it's a meaningless threat. It has no bearing. It has no weight. And they're not going to respect that weight at all. If you, uh, if you yell at my kids or uh, we're leaving and shortly, you know, 10 minutes after you're there, all of a sudden you have father-in-law 
barking orders at, at, at Yahoo because he was, you know, standing in front of the television. That's when you go, well, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, it was a, it was a pleasure being able to see y'all. Um, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to take off and we'll, uh, um, said if y'all yelled at the kids, we were going to, we were going to leave. We just had a yell. So we're going to leave. Love y'all dearly. You can do it cordially. You can let, lay down the law, lay down the boundary in a very respectful manner. You don't have to go. If you do this, we're out of here. And it's not, I don't give a crap what you say. You can, you don't have to be like that. You can just say, this is the rule. If you, if you have a problem with it, I'm sorry, but we're not going to have you yelling at Johnny like you yelled at Max or yelled at uh, Uncle uh, Uncle Stephen or or whatever. Be okay with them making objections to your to your boundary to your rule because they they are going to have their own thoughts. Their thoughts don't have to in, uh, interfere with your thoughts. Be okay. With when you start act when you apply the or else to the uh, part of the uh, part of the boundary, they're going to have more bound. They're going to have more more thoughts about it. Well, you're being unreasonable. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with being unreasonable, but I stated what I stated, and y'all didn't hold me seriously, so we're gone. Love y'all. See y'all next year. All right. Or next week or whenever it is, y'all, you see the typically see the, the, the family next, but also take when that boundary is set, it gets set and it does not move. It's not just, well, well, you know, while the family's together during Christmas and all the other times, you know, father-in-law can yell at the kids. No, from there on. And yeah. It does. It, it there's going to be plenty of times that it just really sucks. It's not any fun. It's horrible timing. You spent all day. You drove for six and a half hours to go see the to go hang out with your your in laws. You get over there and all of a sudden, father in law barks at the kids against what the uh, boundary said. And on top of that, Uncle Larry cracked open the beer at nine thirty this time. It's a it's 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 a record. That's when y'all say. <laughs> You know, you can be angry about it. You can be really put out about the fact that y'all have to do this. But again, it's like, guys, sorry to see that. There's y'all's gifts. We'll pick up the kids' gifts later on. Y'all take care. And y'all pile back into the car. And you make the aggravating trip back to the house. And yeah, your wife is going to start having her own anxious thoughts. She's going to have her own mind chatter going on about... Well, my mom is going to be mad at me and my mom's not going to talk to me anymore. And my dad, he's going to think that he's going to call you all sorts of names. He's not going to let you into the will anymore. And blah, blah, blah. you know, you're going to have all these thoughts and, 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 and indicators and stuff like that. And it's okay. You're allowed to have those thoughts, those, those ramblings that your mind has. They're just thoughts. They're not real. They're just thoughts. Circumstances is that father-in-law yelled at, yelled at junior and it's what you deemed yelling. It's not what he deemed yelling. It's what you deemed yelling. Now, if you're doing something that, you know, if you lay down a boundary, like if you look at my son longer than two and a half seconds, we're out of here. And that's a little unreasonable, at least in my book, I think it is. But again, you're going to have, you've got your own lines of thoughts. You got your own lines of, 
of what the circumstances are going to are going to be allowed. Because when you activate your own boundaries, your family is going to have their own and they may start setting up their own boundaries. And if that's the case, that's good. I think the phrase is a uh, good, good fences make good neighbors. Well, good fences make good relatives too. And you can have a very strong relationship with your, with your family. And the key to that relationship is you've got to have strong boundaries. You got to have good fences. So guys, with that, I want to say thank you very much for listening. If anything that I said here resonated with you or you think uh, caused you to think of a friend or a fellow, uh, fellow guy who needs to hear this, please share this out. All our podcast apps, everybody's podcast apps have some type of share function. Hit share, send it as a text message going, man, this caused me to think of you. I know what you're fixing to go into and, uh, and here's some ways that could help. Share it on the Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter threads, you know, <laughs> any of the other so 200,000 different types of social media sites there are out there. Share this out with them and let other men know that there is this site called the Relaxed Mail. We are growing. We're getting more and more visitors, more and more people listening to our uh, listening to our 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 podcast. And because of that, I want to be able to help provide more for the, the men and, and their families that are, are hearing this. If you want help setting boundaries, you want to get help with how to, how to become a, a guy on your own terms. You want to live life on your terms. Reach out to me. Go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact. Let's set up a consult call. Let's get to talking and find out when, what it is you're wanting. How can we accomplish that? And let's, let's see what we can do on helping each other out. So guys, with that, I want to say thank you. I've still got openings available for the free coach, six months of free coaching. If you're interested, Please go to uh, shoot me an email over at Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com. And uh, from there, I'd love to hear from you. Love to see, love to be able to help you out. Uh, it's kind of just my gift that's uh, available for the, uh, for a very limited number of people. Free coaching. This is a $6,000 um, package because what I'm doing is I'm taking it and we're condensing it down. So actually, you know, it's not $6,000, it's $3,000. It's a three thousand dollar package because we're doing six months instead of a year. So, and you're getting it for free, but it's only available to those who come in and say, "Ah, oh, I want to be coached." So, if you'd like to start the year off and change your life immensely in the first six months of your of your this year, then please reach out and say, "Hey, I want to I want to do this." Relaxed mail dot com forward slash contact and just say I want to be I want to try the free coaching or Brian with a Y B R Y A N at relaxedmail.com. So guys with that, thank you very much for listening. Y'all take care. See y'all next week. Bye.